I've always loved the arts. I guess my passion has been community theater and stuff, but I never could find the time to actually do it. This is David Smalls. He's the executive director for the South Carolina Artisan Center in Walterboro. It was a good place for him to land, knowing his love for the arts. So now I get to actually work full time in this arena, in this industry, opposed to just being a fan and a supporter. David was born in Walterboro. Like many of the people we've had on the porch this season, he left his hometown once he was able. In an unexpected turn, his career brought him back. Never thought I would move back. I decided to come back. I don't know if you can always go back home, but I have been one to do it. David came back to Walterboro at an interesting time, a time where the town was gaining a new identity as a destination for artists from all over the Palmetto State. Discover South Carolina presents The Palmetto Porch, a podcast featuring the state's most charming places, some you may not have heard of. I'm Devin Whitmire. All season long, we'll hear locals share their unique experiences and passions and their perspectives on where they live. Lying just off the beaten path, these small town destinations are full of culture, fun, and adventure. So how did the Artisan Center come to be anyway? It opened in November of 1994. That president of the chamber and then the president of the Downtown Merchants Association, they were just discussing how to possibly get visitors or travelers that are um, driving on I-95, which comes right through Walterboro. Mm -hmm. How do you get them to come downtown? It kind of became this rural economic development project, but then using the arts as that catalyst. It's in two kind of historic Victorian homes that has been converted into businesses. That's downtown. So we have this little campus downtown. We have about 250 artists from every medium, wood, pottery, glass, uh, from uh, 35 out of the 46 counties around the state. How does a person get their art featured at the Artisan Center? We actually have two open calls for artists. The full month of March is our spring call for entry, and then September is the fall call for entry. They apply online and upload five of their images of their work. And then that is judged by independent jurors. And if they make that round, they go to the second round, which they actually bring the work into the center to be reviewed by a separate panel of judges. And if they make it through that, then we actually inventory them in. Many works of art in the center have what David calls an environmental story something that's reminiscent of where it was made or brings to mind a place or time from within South Carolina. Definitely artists from Charleston or from Beaufort, they would have uh, those scenes or are using shells to manipulate that in a way to create certain um, artwork. The paintings, you can tell where that was, you know, one capturing that moment for whatever aspect. Uh, and I would say you get that sense of when you see the picture or that painting uh, about what that captures. I think it's 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 in all different aspects, uh, not just capturing in one medium. Also in some of uh, African-American artists that captures life 
that was at a certain point in time. So uh, not just rural the environment, but you know, from the Gullah Geechee culture, from aspects of you know, just different periods of time that is showcased and uh, incredible. So it's exciting. It's educational, but also you can take that piece of art home. I asked David to walk me through a first-time visit to the center. You drive up on a property on our campus. We have this incredible, uh, it's not a quite a wraparound porch, but it's a, a really good-sized porch that you come in and you see this vast array of a variety of the diversity of art that's also, I think, beautifully displayed in this kind of historic um, space. We're trying to touch every aspect of your senses. There's different aspects that you can see continually going through this, the center. Each artist, we kind of have them kind of grouped together. You can see the picture of the artist and then a short bio about themselves and a few sentences about how they came about to get to that art. And then if you continue through the center, you're actually coming through our back door. But if you walk through to the front of the building, then there is this huge wraparound porch that has rocking chairs. And then on our back, we actually have a uh, kind of contemporary metal rocking chair. I asked David what the center means to locals. The majority of our customers are travelers, but the local community is also part of it. But, you know, having that kind of uh, sense of knowing that some of the best visual artists around South Carolina, and you have to be a South Carolina resident to even get in as an artist. I think it means a lot to them to know that it's in Walterboro. It could easily have been in Columbia or Charleston, which is probably a bigger market and probably a bigger arts community, but it's in Walterboro and it's a state asset that happens to be in Walterboro and it gives gives a great range. And so it helps Walterboro kind of start identifying itself as an arts community. Given that it's now going on 30 years, uh, we've had artists that have been connected to the center in so many different ways. But from the local standpoint, we have a lot of artists that are from Collison County that live in the community that are part of the center, have their artwork here. Uh, Also, it has helped to continue having an anchor in the downtown area, which has ebbs and flows, Mm -hmm. but it's been a constant here. We don't have like in our center, like uh, a restaurant or a cafe. So when they come, people are looking for places to eat or other things to do. And so we're kind of directing people to get them inside about where to go to eat lunch or where to go do additional shopping in that regard. So we're not technically a visitor center, but we want to be that component to keep people in the area a little longer. So our artists, we do sell their work and it's on a commission structure. We're a nonprofit and visitors, not only do they help us from the economic standpoint of keeping that dollar in South Carolina by spreading it throughout the state in the different counties where these artists are located, but also they are taking a piece of, of South Carolina art when they go any other place. So they are not only all along the East Coast, but you know Canada and other places. And we, we have shipped artwork all throughout the United States. Hopefully they're seeing where this incredible talent and experience that they had in South Carolina goes with them uh, wherever they live. So it's, it's crucial and an integral part 
of why this center exists. When I wanted to know which piece in the center was David's favorite, he said he couldn't pick just one. And I didn't want to pressure him either. So we compromised and talked about a stunning site that welcomes a lot of visitors when they arrive, a large hand-carved canoe, a creation of local artist Philip Green. I mean, it's always amazing when I see that canoe. Yeah. It is so amazing how he created the different pieces of, of wood and blended that together. And the craftsmanship is exquisite. He put a lot of time and effort, and you can show the love that he expressed in that piece. The Artisan Center has programming too, including opportunities to watch artists in action. We have a series called Handmade, uh, where we have artists demonstrating on our porch or inside. We have live music. And so that's 10 to 2 every third Saturday of every month. One thing that I have initiated since I've been here is in December, the first three Saturdays leading up to Christmas, we have artists demonstrating on on the campus. And so they're on the porch and live music going. So actually, it's incredible just seeing the artists actually in the process of creating that work. What I think people love about it is having that interactive component of actually talking with the artists, mm-hmm. asking questions about what was their inspiration for creating any art or maybe working on that piece right then. I asked David about the kinds of artists featured in Handmade. We've been very fortunate to have a variety of artists each month. So we may have a quilter doing you know that. And then last month, we had uh, one of our artists that does work with indigo. And so all kinds of fiber art and how she utilized that dye. And then painters, uh, wood makers who created all kinds of stuff. So it's, it's all kinds of different things, but customers really enjoy kind of that interactive and it's educational. If you find yourself in Walterboro, well, first off, you've got to check out the Artisan Center. Also bear in mind the other things to do around town. I'm not sure if a lot of people are aware of the Tuskegee Airmen, if they've heard about that story. Part of their training outside of Tuskegee, Alabama, was at two sites in Walterboro. And so there is a memorial park for the Tuskegee Airmen. So from a historical standpoint, that is an incredible aspect that's at our airport um, here in Walterboro. And then the downtown area, they have a variety of incredible, unique shops, antique shops, coffee shops, a few restaurants. It's just a variety of aspects. And so it can be a great day trip. And the city has a wildlife center. You can go in and see what happens in a wildlife sanctuary. Before we left, I asked David how he felt coming back to Walterboro and seeing it transform in such a way. According to him, Bigger cities do have an undeniable appeal, but the things they're known for, like the arts, sometimes they can be found closer to home. I thought I always wanted to live in that urban environment. And then I have come to realize that small towns can be very dynamic. Mm -hmm. It's about how you utilize that time when you're in a small town. It's just such a greater sense of community where they look out for each other. Uh, You could be in a large city and not know anyone, Mm -hmm. you know? And and I find, I've always found that interesting when people say, oh, 
I feel alone. And I'm like, how do you do that? I feel always at home. And there's a certain connection. Yeah. In the broader sense, when people talk about art, it can come off as something suited for more urban surroundings. But rural areas have a role in the arts too, as well as the people who live in those areas. Walterboro has become a place where artists can gather and showcase their talent. It's fascinating to see how a humble idea, how to get more folks in from the highway, can grow into a destination for locals, travelers, and creative people from all around the state. That's it, y'all, for this episode of The Palmetto Porch. Thank you again to our guest, David Smalls. If you like what you heard, share it with a friend and leave a review on your platform of choice. It really helps us to get the word out about our show. And to learn more about Walterboro, the South Carolina Artisan Center, or anything you heard about on the porch, visit scpalmettoporch.com. The Palmetto Porch is produced by Discover South Carolina in partnership with Pod People. Special thanks to our production team at Pod People, Samantha Durgy, Michael Aquino, and Kim Wong. We'll see you next time. Take care, y'all.